Welcome to Musings of a Middle-Aged Man. I am your host, David Olson, author of this Middle-Aged Musing. Rebel Rebel Don't Lose Your Life Now Rebel Rebel Don't Lose Your Heart Now Rebel Rebel We Will Always Need You Just Don't Tear Our World Apart Cause It's Hard To Stop Once You Start RJ Garn. I exited the womb with a fully intact rebel streak through and through. Check that, I had to be pulled through the birth canal with a head-gripping forceps such was my contrarian streak that I even fought against the natural order of things, including my birth. I think I fought my birth date because my soul desired to be born in cheerful spring, not oppressive winter. I lost the battle and took my first breaths at two days shy of spring, and have been seemingly fighting against oppression ever since. Is being born rebellious a good thing? Yes. No. Like most happenings in life, it depends on the situation and the persons involved. Rebelliousness can be a source of positivity or negativity, used to promote good or escalate evil. The misuse of rebelliousness centers on elevating the self irrespective of the consequences harming society at large. A couple of quick examples come to mind one from history, one from modernity. Adolf rebelled against the perceived slights to Germany following World War I with an eye toward elevating the German people. In and of itself, this was not a bad idea, until it escalated into a world war with millions upon millions of innocents brutally murdered, a rebelliousness of supreme evil. I would also classify T. Rump as a rebel bordering on and, frequently, crossing the line into evil, a sociopath manipulating anyone and everyone to boost his own feeble ego and maximize personal profits no matter who suffers in the process. For my money, T. Rump crosses the line from buffoonery into a personification of evil. Undergirding both anti-heroes, the wholeheartedly embraced white supremacy and the evil of bigotry. Then there are those willing to sacrifice to benefit the common good by exposing and fighting to subdue evil, frequently at monumental personal cost. These are the kindred souls who adorn my office walls in a series, a growing series of 11 times 14 portraits framed in rebellious red or passionate pink. I wanted them all in the same red framing but waited too long after buying the first set of five which turned out to be the last of the same reds available on Amazon. Included in my rebel series, so far, are the Aboriginal Americans, Sitting Bull, Pretty Nose, and Geronimo. If I can find a decent depiction of Wavoka the Prophet, it will be proudly displayed. Sadly, Crazy Horse will never make the wall as there are no known photographs of the great chief. My wall also honors Dr. King and Malcolm X, two civil rights era icons murdered because they loudly spoke truth to white power set on maintaining segregation. The currently framed includes Che despite his going beyond the edge at times. Still, helping the Cuban people free themselves from a brutal dictator does, in my mind, outweigh some of his nasty actions. Also helping his case for inclusion, his murder by the Bolivian army where he was helping guerrillas overthrow an oppressive regime. The centerpiece of my wall is the author and prophet Edward Abbey for his unflinching defense of the America West in incredibly beautiful prose and allegedly targeted monkey-wrenching against profit-mongers destroying some of the most beautiful wilderness anywhere on this planet. He was unable to save Glen Canyon. I have hope that a new rebel will arise someday and free the canyon from its watery grave. Those Ed spoke against harbored a similar evil attitude as T. Rump who tried to gut wilderness protections. His rationale was short-term monetization over the long-term viability of the unique and precious ecosystem. Gandhi and Emiliano Viva Zapata are in the prep stage, unrolling to flat from the tube in which they were mailed to me. If I can find a proper picture, I will also include Uncle Ho and any others as I learn of their heroics and find suitable representations. Finding one or the other is easy. Both together a bigger challenge than I expected. I still can't find a decent Pablito. What makes a picture suitable? The images should rebel against conventional depictions. 
I prefer they not be simple photographs in either color or monochrome. I like them to be stylized, not quite abstract, while still being recognizable. The characteristic elevating them to wall-worthy is they fought for the oppressed, the marginalized, those suffering under tyrannical, brutal regimes. They gave voice to the voiceless, the unheard, the brave souls doing the living and dying under challenging conditions. Each of them, in some way, inspires me to be a better person, to fight for those cheated. I have put this moral code into action and suffered consequences. I stood up for a team I led when management broke a promise, one I had in a written email. The broken promise affected my team financially, an effect that compounds the reduction in pay over time. I called out the senior manager, went to his boss and HR with the evidence. The result found me jobless shortly thereafter, evidence be damned. I received a six-month severance package and, six weeks later, found a better job with a more employee-centric culture. Sometimes, you do get rewarded for standing up to tyranny. I haven't done nearly enough to earn a place on my own rebel wall, but, there is still time. I haven't, as of yet, taken my final breath. April 10, 2022